JMI Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, good morning. Yeah, morning, Mike. We spending? No. Mm. Well, we are, but we're just not spending as much as we were. So this is electronic card transaction data for July. It's released yesterday, Mike. Um, and I was sort of searching for adjectives for this, but it's not robust. So you pick your adjective, subdued, weak. Um, just looking at the numbers themselves, total retail electronic card transactions uh, were up 0% for month on month, 2.2% year on year. Uh, the core retail numbers, if we just bring it down to core, fell 0.1%. They're up 4.3% year on year. And if we look at total everything electronic card transactions, they fell 0.9% month on month. And it's very important, Mike, when thinking about these numbers to factor in inflation. It's obviously running at circa 6%. So the pullback in real retail spending is actually quite a lot larger than these numbers illustrate when you factor that inflation number in. So, look, there's no gold star here, Mike, for interpreting uh, what's going on. Uh, the cost of living is going up. Uh, prices are higher. Interest rates are higher. Mortgage payments have gone up and the level of uh, discretionary spending is affected. So you've got less money to spend on discretionary items. Um, if we look into the data released yesterday, services spending fell 3% over the month. We assume that within that services sector, there are high levels of uh, discretionary spending, uh, what we call non-retail spending. That includes things like healthcare and travel. That fell 3.6%, which sort of seems logical, doesn't it? You know, where money is tight, spending is focused on the necessities. Um, Mike, what does it all mean? Uh, well, we tend to think about the RBNZ first. I mean, their job is to make sense of all the various factors out. This is just one of them. Uh, those labour market numbers we talked about the other day, they showed the labour market still robust, wage growth uh, full of high level, uh, still running at reasonably high levels. But these, these retail spending numbers um, suggest to me very clearly that the interest rate rises are working. Uh, durable goods spending is lower in there. That's probably negative for retails in that space. Um, I think these argue for these probably argue or improve the case for holding the cash rate at five and a half percent, but it's not the only factor, Mike. But hey, hey Mike, did you see those uh, in the, within the ASB profit numbers yesterday? Hmm. Did you see that line about uh, they told us about half of ASB's yep. residential mortgages are still on sub six percent interest rates? Yeah, so that that mortgage pain is coming because, the best of my knowledge, there are no mortgage rates out there still under six percent. So. There's still mortgage pain to come. Exactly. Speaking of the RB, by the way, they're, they're inflationary. What are we thinking here? So, yeah, so to get interest rates lower, uh, which will then give everybody a bit of relief on their mortgages, you would need inflation to come down. Now, the key element of getting inf one of one key element of getting inflation lower is to reduce our expectation of where inflation is going to go. And in that vein, uh, the Reserve Bank uh, survey the sort of professional markets or business markets about their inflationary expectations. Now, these are generally easing, but it's very slow going. Uh, one year ahead in the latest survey results, inflation is expected to be 4.17%. Now, the previous read on that was 4.28. So it's moving, but boy, it's slow. There's a little hiccup in the two year ahead number. It was previously, people were expecting that to be 2.79. This survey, 2.83. So progress is stalled there. But the five and 10 year numbers, they've fallen two and a quarter and 2.22 out of very long way. So look, Mike, there's general confidence that the RB will get the job done. Uh, the two-year-ahead number, which is the one people tend to focus on, it's still in the one to three band, but it's above the midpoint. Yeah. Um, it's not the most important piece of data for the RBNZ, but they do look at it, and we do get an update next week on the cash rate, so we'll, we'll see what happens yes, then. Yes, we do. The 16th, we stand by. What are the numbers? So right now, the Dow Jones is absolutely 
unchanged 35,313 from the previous close. The S&P 500 is down 11 points, 4488. It's about quarter of a percent. And the NASDAQ just under half a percent fall, 62 points, 13,821. Uh, the FTSE 100 gained 0.8% overnight, 7587. Uh, the Nikkei lost just over half a percent. 32,204 was the close. Shanghai Composite lost uh, about half a percent, 3,244. Uh, across the Tasmania today, they gained 0.37% on the A6200, 7,337 was the close. And the NZX50 lost a quarter of a percent, down 30 points, 11,838. Kiwi dollar still sort of languishing around the 60s, 0.6058 against the US, 0.9272 Aussie, 0.5518 Euro. 0.4760 against the pound, 86.99 against the Japanese yen. Gold is $1,916. And Brent crude, Mike, I just want to make the point here, it's at $86.93. So it's gone up. Mm. Uh, but we've got a bit of a toxic combination for the petrol pumps here because your Kiwi dollar is right. lower. So if I convert that into New Zealand dollars, it's the highest we've seen it since well, October, November last year. Thanks for that. Uh, Andrew That's Kelleher, right. jmiwealth.co.nz.